How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Drawn to Create, the podcast where I draw and talk. We talk about anything, and recently we've been pretty much drawing anything. I haven't really planned on anything to talk about specifically in this episode, but I'm just going to wing it. I'm just going to jump into this, and it's probably going to be one of those episodes where it's more it's more like a general discussion. Um, in terms of the, what I'm actually going to be drawing, again, it's just something random that I'm creating here. Um, but I, I do have plans to sort of develop some kind of a a project within these episodes. So because I'm doing a lot of drawing within these episodes, I'm going to use it as an opportunity to. Um, you know, create drawings that have a sort of like a narrative behind them. I do have uh, the intention of trying to develop some kind of story um, that is presented through all of these images. And then once I post the images on Instagram and stuff, I can sort of tell that story and you can follow along. Um, and I'll probably discuss my ideas in a later episode because... They're kind of strange, you know, um, but I want to do something that's a bit different that hasn't really been done before. And then I'm also thinking about how I can, you know, use the the drawings in a, in a video format as well. So I'm going to be presenting the process of creating these drawings in a unique way um, because I, I think there's a lot of opportunity in how I share my process with you. And in terms of the process of actually drawing, it doesn't just stop and end with the drawing. I mean, there's a lot that goes, there's a lot that plays into it beforehand um, that inspires me and that influences my work. You know, everything really, like things like music, my experiences in life, whether they are good or bad, because you know how it is, life in general. I mean, it, it isn't just all good. There is a lot of bad as well. And so we can actually um, not only learn from the bad stuff, but sort of take stuff away from them especially being an artist a lot of the the situations you are you go through in life can um have a big influence on your work and so you know i'm going to be presenting uh the drawings that i create through a series of videos hopefully some some type of process video where i'm sort of like it's hard to explain. It's probably best for me just to show you, and that's like with anything that I do. I always have trouble explaining what I'm trying to say. I prefer just to do it and then let the, the work speak for itself. It's quite funny because that's how I like approached uh, university in a way when I was on the architecture course. A lot of my uh, mates would just go up and present really well and they'd really uh, be good at articulating their message and explaining their design and that's a skill in itself you know but I I've never really been that good at communicating I I'm quite well I suppose I'm quite introverted in it it's a bit of a challenge for me to even record these you know I mean it's not exactly something that I look forward to every Monday morning when I usually try and sit down and record one of these but prior to recording this I have recorded some uh, tutorials and so they'll be up on the channel soon but um back to what i was saying just a second ago when i was going through uh the architecture course at university and it came to presenting my work i would always try and like double down on the visualization like to try and make up for the sort of like the bad verbal presentation if you know what i mean so like i'd try and make a lot of the work just speak for itself and like th there was some 
presentations that I did where I was stood up there with my work talking to the, the class and to the tutors and I'd more or less just end early and then, you know, point towards the, the presentation board as if to say, that that's it, you know, <laughs> the work says it all, just look at that. But, you know, eventually over three years I, I got better at communicating and I think it actually helped me a lot. I think, like, they both worked quite well doing YouTube and um, doing the architecture stuff at uni because, you know, verbal presentation is important and it's important in both of these fields. So I was recording um, narration for videos that I was making on YouTube and then I'd go to uni and I'd be stood up trying to uh, communicate my uh, work to an audience and get the message and the point across that way. And so... You know, I think I was doing it quite a lot, and so it did help me improve a bit. I mean, prior to be prior to doing university and YouTube, I was quite um, I was quite a quiet person. I, I didn't really, I was always just sort of keeping to myself. I think because I never used to be like that when I was in primary school and when I was a lot younger. I used to be quite outgoing. I, I didn't really like. You know, I was a lot more sociable and open to meeting new people. But then as I got a bit older and I started going into secondary school, I sort of gravitated towards my uh, group of friends that shared, you know, interests and stuff. And I sort of was a bit closed off in terms of meeting other people because like in primary school, there is a class of like 20 people and then you get into secondary school and all of a sudden it's in the hundreds. That's a lot of people to deal with. And so, yeah, it's it's like in primary school, you know everyone and most people know you because there isn't a lot of people, even all of the teachers and stuff. But then you get into secondary school and there's a, a lot more people and then all of a sudden, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like going from... It's like a fish going from a pond to the ocean, right? So all of a sudden you're dealing with all of these uh, new people who are all different in their own way. And um, it, it's good in a way because you sort of gravitate to a group of people that um, you can associate with better. So they have the same interests as you and stuff. And yeah, that's uh, that's probably, well, that happens in secondary school. You know, you get different groups of, of individuals who create some kind of a reputation for themselves i mean we all know the stereotypes which are quite funny and usually you end up just gravitating towards people who you associate with better i mean i just developed a group of friends that i could relate to more we shared the same interests and stuff and so that's pretty much how it plays out but yeah it's a, a weird time in a, in a person's life when they are still developing as a, a human being i suppose that they, they don't really understand themselves that much and I, I still think like there's a lot of people out there that don't really understand themselves and so they're just constantly i don't know maybe a lot of their actions are as a result of that um i still feel like i'm trying to figure out what it is that i really want to do and if i'm doing the right thing it's not necessarily that i don't enjoy doing what I do, it's more or less just questioning whether there is anything better out there or whether this, what I'm doing now, is the right thing that I should be doing, you know? Because we, we don't know, we only know in retrospect later on. As we look back and reflect on life and hope that we did it pretty well, you know? That's the only thing that I really want to do is just do something that I'm pretty proud of. Uh, and that's kind of 
that that is what I'm doing. I'm pretty much trying to pursue full-time art in my 20s, which is challenging, but I'm learning all of these new things and I'm really going for it. And it's kind of a double-edged sword because there's a lot of struggle involved. Like, it takes a lot of sacrifice and stuff, but I, I kind of like that adversary that that comes with it because that develops you as a person as well. And so you learn more about yourself as you are trying to pursue something with meaning and that's also challenging and that's what I'm really uh, I think that's what I'm attracted to as well and that's why drawing is appealing to me as a whole because it comes it's no easy feat it's not an easy skill to master and so it's something that you can work on every day and over time uh, you know the practice and the the dedication will compound and you'll get better um, and I, I just like the idea of consistent development and I actually want to do a, a full episode just talking a bit about um, sort of like the struggles with what it is that I'm doing right now. But I don't want it to come across as if it's an episode where I'm just complaining because I'm not at all. Like I have an opportunity right now. I have time in my in my 20s to, to not to waste, but to use um, and to sort of, you know, take on all of that burden and that struggle. I'm, I'm able to do that because I, I don't have... For, well to some extent I don't have a lot of responsibilities Um, you know I don't have a family or anything it's not like I'm trying to do this in my late 30s or anything and so that's sort of like how I'm going to approach this I think because time is the most valuable thing you can't put monetary value on, on time because it's something that once it's gone it's gone and so I just want to make sure that I'm using it in the right way and that's going to be different for everybody um, but the way that I'm looking at it is if I sort of sacrifice a lot of time now and try and build all of this and try and really pursue this drawing stuff, then maybe I'll be able to enjoy time more in the future, right? I would much rather be struggling a bit in, in terms of like the workload and, you know, even like um, in, in terms of lifestyle. I'm definitely not like spending a lot of money all of the time and stuff because I've got my savings which are there as like um you know that's uh, that money that I'm I'm saving up is like an enabler it sort of enables me to try and do all of this YouTube stuff and the Patreon and and, and my drawing and to be honest I, I don't really care about a lot of the stuff that money can buy you know as long as it can uh, again support what it is that I like to do um, the drawing stuff and that. I mean, I, I, sometimes I feel like I'd just be happy with a one bedroom, like a, literally one room and then um, a desk and some drawing equipment. And I feel like I'll be good to go, you know. And that might sound like a, a, bit, a bit stupid. Obviously, you, you need money to um, be healthy and to live, to buy food, bills, all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, um, seeing as I am only 23, which is kind of young you know it is i feel sometimes like it's going quickly uh but hopefully whilst i'm in my early 20s i can sort of take a bit of time you know to work out what what it is that i want to do and get my shit together and figure stuff out you know i, I really don't think there's i don't think there needs to be as much pressure as there sometimes might seem to be um it's all just about 
I'd rather be heading in the right direction and taking a long time to get there rather than just jumping into something like, uh, you know, I, I mean, I could have easily just finished uni and found a, a job at a, an architect's office or something. But I don't just want to jump into all of that stuff right away, you know. I, I sometimes get, I don't know, I get quite concerned or anxious about how permanent a lot of these decisions are. Um, if I did just finish university and then jump into um, a nine to five job at an office, you know, it kind of, I, I know that, I don't know, but well, I suppose I'm just having a year out because a lot of people finish university and they go traveling uh, for a long time. Uh, they just have a break before they get into all of that um, stuff. And so that's kind of what I'm doing, except I'm not having a year out traveling. I'm just um, having a year or so doing YouTube and making drawings and all of that stuff and uh, who knows where it's going to go you know if it doesn't go anywhere it doesn't it doesn't matter and if it goes somewhere then I'll just ride the wave for as long as I can right um, and take it as it goes but I'm, I'm full of ideas sometimes it's quite overwhelming because I have all of these ideas and things that I want to do but there's only like one of me um, and so sometimes I'm sort of a bit ambitious with what I want to do and then it comes to doing it and I'm like uh, I could maybe, maybe this isn't going to sort of pay off the time that it takes to do it and the the result of it and um, in the long run it probably will but you know seeing as I am sort of trying to I am on um, sort of not like a deadline, but I don't have all the time in the world to pursue all of that stuff, you know. Um, so, yeah, like I want to start making some more videos on the second channel, which I created, Dan Creates, and I'm like halfway through two videos for that. Um, and I've just been meaning to finish it. But since I've started doing these and uh, the Patreon videos, the exclusive tutorials over on Patreon, and then I also try and do uh, another video every week. I've been uploaded, uploading a lot on this channel. And I'm, I'm trying to keep the uh, the consistent uploads going. And so I ha it's hard to find the time where I can just finish off those videos. But I do feel like if I did, then they'd probably end up, you know, getting a lot of attention um, later on. Because uh, YouTube, like doing YouTube, it's a, a long process. You don't just put out one video and then build a YouTube channel, or at least, I mean, there might be some exceptions, but a lot of the time it takes um, a lot of time, a lot of time where you're just not even getting anything from it. It starts off as just like a, a hobby. You're doing it out of the love of doing it, um, and that's exactly what I was doing. And then all of, all of a sudden you sort of build a, a small little audience and you can start getting a bit of revenue from it. It's not a lot, um, depending on what how many views you get, but it's sort of like I'd I'd probably still be doing YouTube even if I wasn't getting any revenue from it, and I don't really get that much to be honest. That's why I've started the Patreon as well. And so if you if you're listening to this and you have gone over onto the Patreon page, then um, thank you for your support over on there. I am working on on doing some pretty. Uh, good quality tutorials on there as well so um, if you haven't checked it out then go ahead and have a look but just you watching this video and spending time with me today is enough um, for me like I'm grateful to even have any audience and I, I actually um, posted a comment on 
the last video that I made the other day, the how to draw from your imagination advice from experience video. I posted um, a comment um, to you all saying thanks for 250 subscribers. And I said that like, I'm very, just very grateful for having a, an audience who shares the same passion for drawing because there isn't a lot of people um, that I know in, in my life who I, I can't really name anyone, to be honest, who I hang around with who enjoys uh, drawing or enjoys creating. Um, that's crazy, actually, because I've just, like, I've, obviously I've just thought about it and there really isn't, I not nobody comes to mind who I hang around with who sort of does what it is that I'm doing. Um, or at least even, you know, draws or creates or anything like that. I mean, there are, there are people and friends who appreciate all of this stuff, but they don't do it themselves, you know? Um, and so to have, like, a, a community where I'm sort of able to be more involved in this sort of the environment where drawing is a, a main, like, priority, it's good because it encourages me to learn. And I'm also able to like communicate with you on um on these video in these videos and so um yeah it's good but if you want to like ask me any questions or anything then feel free to comment uh down below um because I'm I'm going to be doing like a, a Q and A segment in these videos where towards the end of them I just answer some of some of your questions. Um, I think actually in the uh, the last episode I asked you to leave some questions as well and I, I was like ask me anything you can even ask me you know what sandwich I like and stuff and I was joking but then like three of you went ahead and asked me what my favorite sandwich is so um, I'm gonna answer that question um, my favorite sandwich well I don't know to be honest I, I've, I don't even know why I put that idea out there because I don't really eat a lot of sandwiches I mean, I'm easy, I'll, I'll go for anything, but if I was going to pick one, uh, I, I eat a lot of tuna, so I guess it could be a tuna sandwich, and I know there's probably some of you listening right now who are sat there in disgust and are probably disliking this video because, you know, you have a, a hatred for tuna, but it's nothing personal, okay, so don't worry too much about it, um, if you could give this video a like, that'd be much appreciated. Um, but anyways, I'm trying to sort of think of a segue to get out of this sort of situation where I'm talking about sandwiches. Um, again, I said at the beginning of this video, I didn't really have anything planned for this episode. It's literally just an episode of me rambling about anything. Uh, I don't even know what I'm going to title this. But the reason why I didn't really have anything planned was because, like I said earlier, things are getting uh, on top of me a bit, especially this week, because um, last weekend I went away. I went to Amsterdam for um, my friend's uh, stag do. He was, he's, he's getting married, and so I went there with a few friends, and that's a crazy place. Um, but then I've just come back and realised that I have to like catch up on a few things that I missed out on because... I didn't, usually I work on like some kind of a schedule and I, obviously I missed two days and so um, I need to uh, catch up on a few things. I, I didn't really have time to plan anything specific for one of these. So it's literally just me talking uh, and going on about anything and I'm sort of staring at the time. I'm like 20 minutes in. Okay, we've got about 10 more minutes to go. Uh, but yeah, I think like 
I, I'm going to improve these episodes a bit. Um, obviously, some of you have said that you want the audio link so you can just listen to them. And I'm going to be putting them on SoundCloud. And then I think, because I looked into it, I think from SoundCloud, you are then able to upload it onto iTunes. Um, and so I'll, I'll try and do that. But again, I kind of like this just to be on YouTube as well, because um, not only is the drawing playing in the background, and I'm not sure if any of you actually watch that i know that some of you have said that you sort of enjoy listening to these whilst you are um working and drawing yourself and so that's good I i'm glad that you are listening to these whilst you are working because that's what i do i mean when it comes to podcasts i usually just have them on in the background whilst i'm drawing or i'm listening to music or something um sometimes i listen to audio books but you know i don't do that as often because i always seem to when it comes to a podcast, you, you, you can sort of switch off a little bit whilst you are drawing as well, so you're concentrating on the drawing. But when you're listening to an audiobook, it, it takes a bit more concentration, and I feel like, you know, I, I can't divide my attention up 50-50. It needs to be like a good, I don't know, 80-20, or I don't know, probably like 70% drawing and then 30% attention on the, the podcast. But a podcast just goes sort of like goes in and out and it doesn't really matter but a book you sort of have to like consume it a bit more um and it takes a bit more work whereas if you like if you miss a chapter then you're pretty much screwed um you know there's no point listening to the book anymore but yeah i listen to quite a lot of podcasts you know the usual uh, i sometimes listen to joe rogan um you know there's other comedians podcasts that i listen to uh, sometimes there's a good art one as well um, that I've been listening to for a long time now. It's called Art Cafe. You can listen to it on YouTube. And it's this dude called um, Mature. Uh, he sort of like gets a load of concept artists on and people who are working in the industry. And obviously, if you are taking advice from them, then it's going to benefit you because they're people who, have, who are experienced. And so I really recommend that podcast. It's good. Um, and he has loads of interesting people on uh, and yeah I, I know quite a bit about like um concept art because of that podcast like there was a time where i think i was halfway through my architecture course and um you know i was like ah shit did i make the right decision like should i have gone into uh, games design because some of the stuff that these people are talking about sounds really good and i'm sat here trying to I don't know, work on AutoCAD or something, but uh, I feel like all of these different creative fields and stuff, you, there's no, like, obviously you'll learn a skill, but there's no limit to it. You can always build on the skills that you learn, and, and I, I think that even having a, an understanding of architecture will, would be useful when it came to, to concept art. Obviously, a full degree in architecture is a bit overboard when you are just painting buildings. Um, but obviously, um, it's probably going to be useful in a way. Uh, I think that, like I said in, in one of the previous videos that I did, the more you know about something, the, the easier it is to draw it. And then it kind of complements each other because I always find that when I'm drawing something, I'm also um, learning about it. Uh, visually because I'm, I'm taking a lot of time studying it and uh, you know if I'm working from a reference image I'm sort of looking at what it is that I'm drawing sometimes when it comes to realistic drawing 
you're not really looking at the subject, you're just looking at the, the textures that you are having to produce. But if you spend your time, uh, you know, improving your visual library, like I spoke about, then obviously you are drawing something on various angles and you are trying to, you're studying the object you are drawing and you're paying more attention to it. And so drawing is a great way to learn. And obviously that's been proven with artists throughout the centuries. Um, uh, Leonardo da Vinci, he used to like draw pretty much everything. He used to like cut people open and draw and study that way, which is pretty insane. I mean, some of you ask me if I'm going to start the anatomy videos again, and yeah, I will get to that eventually after I'm done with all of the perspective stuff. But I mean, when it comes to the anatomy stuff, get ready for a new video where I'm cutting open a body on screen and showing you uh, the ins and outs of the human body, you know? Um, I mean, that would be, yeah, that would be a pretty interesting video. But that's probably what they'd do back then if they had uh, video cameras and YouTube was a thing back then. I wonder if Leonardo da Vinci would be on YouTube. Probably not. He probably would dislike YouTube. Or who knows, maybe he'd be the opposite. What if, like, he had a, a YouTube channel with all of these crazy videos where he has all of these, like, clickbait titles and thumbnails of all of his inventions? Except it's funny because none of those would be misleading. Like, <laughs> Flying Machine Travels 10 Miles is one of his titles, and then someone clicks on the video and they're actually not disappointed because <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci has invented a, a flying machine. <laughs> It's kind of weird to, like, imagine if all of these um, famous artists had all of this, like, all of the tools and resources that we have today, um, if YouTube was a thing back then. I mean, like, P Picasso. What would what would Picasso do? Uh, I think, like, that guy would be... I reckon he, he'd start a YouTube channel, like, doing something that's really successful, uh, vlogging or something. <laughs> imagine Picasso vlogging. Um... But then, like, all of a sudden, he'd get to, like, and he'd just stop upload uploading all of the content he was known for. And then he'd be doing something really abstract and different. You know, kind of like what he did with his artwork over the years. Like, he started off creating all of those crazy, realistic paintings. And then, all of a sudden, he started transitioning into uh, the more experimental stuff and the, the abstract stuff that he's famous for now. He wanted to recapture that raw and uh, honest sort of sense that a child has when they create artwork, um, you know, with their free imagination that isn't um, affected by any of the cultural norms or the, the sort of standards and pressures that we put on ourselves as de more developing artists. Um, that's quite an interesting subject, actually, that I could get into in, a, in another episode. I might talk a bit about that stuff, um, about children's drawings and, you know, because it always sort of fascinated me how every child starts out drawing and then, you know, people stop drawing at a certain age and then there is other people who carry it on. Yeah, I'll probably do an episode on that because we're coming up to uh, the 30 minute mark now and this is when I usually end the, uh, the episode. You know, I've been contemplating whether I want to make these episodes longer but in all honesty guys I, I don't think I have it in me like this is quite challenging for me to do these and sometimes I'm always like questioning whether I should re 
record a lot of them because I just put them out there and I'm like, oh, nobody wants to hear me talk about all of this stuff. Like, why do people care? But that's just that's just sort of like my own self-doubt, uh, which I'm sort of battling against. But with each episode, with each week, if I can keep on top of this, I'll hopefully improve. And with uh, your support and you watching, then, um, you know, it will encourage me to keep it up. Also, uh, if you want to check out the videos which I've created on the Patreon page, there's a link in the description. I'm going to be improving these episodes. I'm, I'm probably going to work on creating some kind of a an intro today for these, or an outro, or both. <laughs> and then I think I'm going to do that Q&A segment uh, again. And I want to make them more YouTube-friendly, in a sense, you know, because this is... This is in the format of a video, but it's really more or less audio-based. Um, but you can consume them in any way, really. There isn't one way to uh, to watch these. But again, yeah, I suppose today I just talked about everything, really. I didn't really stick to one thing, but that's the beauty of it, right? That's uh, why this podcast is about, because it gives me a chance just to be myself and talk to you and, and actually... Uh, connect with you as an audience a bit better and hopefully you uh, you are enjoying these and obviously um, I'll work on improving them. I have some exciting stuff coming. Uh, I want to start focusing a bit more on colouring my artwork um, along with like some other videos that I spoke about at the beginning. Uh, just sort of trying to document my process a bit more and come up with an original idea that allows me to do that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much everything for this one. So I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, then please leave a like, and I will see you in the next one.